I'm Adam Epstein, and I'm a dirty moderate. Dirty moderates, welcome to Stay Dirty, Stay Moderate. Um, I come to you heavy-hearted. I think we do as a nation, those of us who see the fabric of our community and the fabric of our lives, uh, the LGBTQ community especially, torn apart yet again by senseless gun violence, senseless carnage, um, rooted in hate. Um, there was a massacre, as you all know, this past weekend at Club Q, which is the only LGBTQ club in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs uh, famously ranks as one of the most conservative uh, regions of America, very deep red in a blue state like Colorado. Lauren Boebert, who eked by with about 500 votes, represents this district. And um, though a lot of new people have moved into what they call the Springs or Springs, as a friend of mine who lives there calls it, he and his liberal wife, it's still predominantly a Colorado Air Force Academy military town, uh, focus on the family, James Dobson, the famous evangelical right-wing organization uh, is based there. Uh, so it's predictably been a haven for anti-gay hate, to say the least. Um, but like a lot of the terrorist attacks and hate attacks that are happening uh, to Jews, uh, attacks in synagogues, and of course, that have historically happened um, to abortion providers, Planned Parenthood and stuff, this stuff ha is, is part of a pattern, right? A part of a of, of a, um, the result of what I call a rhetorical loop. Now, let me say this. Um, uh, the police, of course, are still investigating as of this recording, which is the Tuesday right before Thanksgiving. Uh, the motive, obviously, apparently, it's the, the mayor of Colorado Springs and President Biden. Everybody seemed to allegedly think it's a hate crime. Five people are dead, 18 or more wounded. I think actually the number might be 25. I keep saying different numbers, but more than a dozen wounded, certainly, maybe two dozen. Um, we know, though, that the suspect um, is going to face these hate crime charges and that the attack has occurred, this vicious, brutal attack, in an era of rising um, anti-LGBTQ sentiment, especially anti-trans sentiment. Actually, the gunman who walked in on Saturday night, did it on the eve of Trans Remembrance Day, which was Sunday. And for those that don't know, uh, trans women and particularly trans black women uh, die at disproportionate rates to their very small population and are constantly under assault and attack all the time. Um, but I don't want to say this before I go on. Um, I don't know how you stop this. I don't think anybody does. I mean, there'll be calls for, of course, there needs to be pleas for tolerance, pleas for tolerance, and we need to turn the temperature down. And I think America um, always should come together in the wake of anything like this. And certainly in terms of gay rights, there has been a much greater acceptance of the gay and lesbian community in the last 10 years, 15 years. That's happened so fast since Obergefell in 2015 made uh marriage equality, the law of the land. This past week, uh, the Senate advanced to the floor, the Respect for Marriage Act, which will uh, at least uh, put on the books a federal recognition of gay marriages um, and put that as, as law and that 
you know, states have to recognize other states' gay marriages. It repeals the horrible Defense of Marriage Act from 1996, and it balances it with the religious liberty issues, some of which I think go a little too far, but I do think that it's a terrific bill, and we do have a First Amendment that people of faith have to be taken in consideration, of course. But there is definitely um, a solution issue here, meaning what do we do? You know, um, thoughts and prayers are nice and cute, as they always are. Um, lots of calls for we don't know enough about how he got this gun or whatever, but gun control will largely fall on deaf ears in a um, in a Second Amendment country. I'm a Second Amendment guy, and I don't know necessarily how this person got the gun or why he bought the gun. Obviously, he had been previously uh, he had previously, as we've learned, threatened his mother with a bomb. Uh, so he's obviously a deranged individual, but. Where we are contextually includes all of that, but it's very specific. It's not just guns and it's not just um, uh, senseless violence and the sort of violent undercurrent that runs through American society and it's run through our history. It is this complete obsession by the right wing, by Tucker Carlson, by talk radio, by the MAGA right, and the kind of existential fear and hate and vitriol that has been spewed nightly daily. Yes, by Lauren Boebert, uh, who represents this district, who's now calling for th thoughts and prayers. She can sit her ass down, get out. Too bad she didn't lose. Um, fears of groomers, right? Kids are being groomed because of drag queens. Um, there's this panic about it, right? Gender nonconformity, non-binary. Your kids are at risk if drag queens are near them or if, uh, if, if it, like in certain states, like the horrible law in Florida, if a teacher wants to discuss uh, LGBTQ issues or um, want to a third grader even and says, you know, um, you know, Roger has two daddies, let's say, can't do that. Can't do that. Unconstitutional, by the way. But Club Q had a drag show actually on Saturday night. And like a lot of gay clubs do, they had a huge drag um Drag brunch scheduled for Sunday. There are a lot of fun drag brunches. Um, I wish people could get out of their straight, uh, no pun intended, pun intended jacket and go have some fucking fun and relax. No, doesn't mean you're gay. Doesn't mean you're trans. Doesn't mean you're bi. Not that we have to keep saying this, but time to grow up, boys. It's time to grow up. Now, hopefully we'll learn something through this. You know, but it just seems like you can't separate the rhetoric and the incitement to this, to violence, um, from the crime, from the hatred. And, you know, it's really interesting. And the 2016 Republican National Convention in Cleveland, you guys may not remember this, but Donald Trump said the crowd did not boo him. He would be the most pro LGBTQ president or LGBT president, um, I either of all time or the most LGBT Republican. I don't remember the quote, but that's what he said. You can look it up in the speech. Yeah, of course, the administration bans transgender people serving the military, and there was a lot of sort of sometimes open, but a lot of uh, more sort of subterfuge hostility toward the gay community. But you know, gay rights had seemed like it had been. Since Obergefell, largely accepted. We just saw not enough, but 12 Republicans voted to 
make sure there'd be no filibuster and the bill will be voted on and has Republican sponsors, had conservative votes from people like Ern, um, Joni Ernst of Iowa, who you may remember, um, was known as very right wing and Todd Young of Indiana. He's no moderate. Uh, Dan Sullivan of Alaska. Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming is particularly hard right and has been something of a foe of the gay rights movement. She's come around. So people can evolve. And there was something about Trump stepping back from that, you know, a thrice married porn star who didn't give a shit who fucked who, right? You know, I mean, he didn't. A pro-choice Democrat went to gay weddings in New York, hung with, you know, New York liberal elites, those people he claims he hates. Though he, as he, as he issues forth from his golden cage, his golden gilded cage and golden toilet on Fifth Avenue, Mister uh, Man of the People, and of course, this is not to let Trump off the hook. The racial uh, animus, the anti-Latino animus, the anti-Asian hate he fostered during COVID, um, uh, with Kung Flu virus and horrible things, um, were all are all crucial to MAGA. They're still crucial to MAGA, but the gay rights thing seems, especially gay marriage seem like a loser politically, you know? Um, but there's been a change, you know, uh, generationally, especially like in the last half a decade or so, maybe a little more, maybe less, but a lot of kids identifying as non-binary or trans or, you know, wanting to be gender nonconformist, whatever it is. And, and let's say this, which we say all the time, what difference does it make? Right. Freedom means freedom for everybody, guys, right? No one's asking you to do anything you don't want to do. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with a drag queen reading kids to your stories. Uh, reading kids to your stories, excuse me, reading stories to your kids. They're just like anybody else. Granted, I wouldn't want anybody straight or gay obviously exposing themselves or talking sexually to a second grader. I don't think anybody I know wants that, but introducing them to diversity and different types of people and the sort of theatricality of the drag queen, you know, makes people feel comfortable with the idea that people are different. You know, people dress differently, think differently, act differently, love in their own way. And that's okay. It doesn't mean everybody has to, or will become that. Right. It's just part of understanding and accepting people as human beings. And quite frankly, it should be completely in sync with a country that is a blueprint supposedly for equality and justice and liberty, except our demons come out. Our demons come out, our monsters roam, right? The right has taken all of this transgender awareness and a lot of the ideas of drag queens and what they represent, and they've turned this into um, their new villain, their new boogeyman. They've always had a boogeyman, right? It was communist, it was blacks, it was women, certainly it was gays. In some instances, it still is, much less. But now the trans movement and the drag queen um, uh concept the drag queen i don't want to say movement but drag queen's been around forever but the ubiquity of drag queens are now a mortal threat so they say right lawmakers as i said particularly ron DeSantis in florida um passed this horrible anti-groomer bill uh it restricts from um anyone below the third grade any classroom discussion of sexual orientation and gender identity or fourth grading it's fourth grade and up is the only time you're allowed to do it to be fair to the bill so that just means that if you're eight years old, like I said, you can't even talk. A teacher can't talk about or explain 
to a kid is exactly at that age when they should be hearing it, that there are different types of families. There isn't just one heterosexual nuclear family. There's all sorts of ways we can uh, form our own interpersonal community. Yeah. So, you know, and now if you were against what has been derisively called, and I think rightly so, the don't say gay bill, it's because you're a groomer. You're in on it. Bunch of groomers. We're a nation of groomers. I don't know. This whole word groomer came along. makes me think of my dogs. But it's an old, old gay uh, trope, a stereotype like, like faggot. And I say that because I'm gay. It's a horrible word. I'm glad people aren't allowed to or don't have to say that on the schoolyard floor as much. Not that it's not there, but grooming, you know, pansy, all these words, fairy, all horrible words, sissy, right? All playing into the idea of this sort of, you know, um, uh, evil and, and mendacious character, gay, effete man, right? Uh, recruiting your children. Now, don't forget what we're talking about. We're talking about a movement that is prides itself on Christian nationalism and hate. That's MAGA. That's what it does. It is, they call themselves conservatives, but they haven't. They've taken conspiracy theories, bullshit, QAnon lies, and the power of the state, like Ron DeSantis especially, weaponizing it, using not limited government, right? Not, not stepping aside and letting people live as they want to live, but weaponizing against people into pure, raw, vengeful power. Do you know in this past campaign, the midterms, over $50 million or so were spent on anti-LGBTQ ads by all these right-wing aligned groups. Of course, this does not involve every Republican. You saw 47 House Republicans vote for marriage equality. You saw 12 of them. You do see a, uh, you see a much big cultural acceptance, but you see it slowly becoming a true political loser, and it is. Drag queens are now the villain. Trans people are now the villain. I keep saying that if this marriage equality bill specified anything to do with trans people, it wouldn't pass because that's the boogeyman. Everybody say, no, that goes too far, as if they don't have a right under the law. Now, again, the good news is, is somebody who might have been, who is now, let's say, a trans man and marries another man, you know, they're protected um, by default under the law. So there is that benefit to it. But drag queens now are the, are literally the, the monsters, right? They're coming for you. They're trying to take away the dignity. They're trying to destroy family values. I mean, this is unserious stuff, right? With a party that incited an insurrection, has repeatedly lied about the election. Thankfully, most of these people lost. Tried to suppress votes. Actually, in states like Texas, are again weaponizing the state against the fundamental right of women to control their own bodies and paying people 10 grand if they snitch on them. Right, weaponizing the state. If a new driver drives a woman to an ad abortion in Texas, he's liable. This is what we're talking about. And but drag queen story hour. Now that, ooh, that should send a chill down your spine. You know all this rhetoric, by the way, that every night comes from the sewage of Fox News and and OANN and all these horrible places. Right, has led to you know. Um, at, at, at drag queen brunches and, and gay uh, bars and gay rights rallies and stuff, heavily armed Oath Keepers and Proud Boys showing up 
Miss Lauren Boebert herself, the representative of this district in Colorado, back over the summer, there was a drag queen story hour at Colorado Public Library. By the way, it's just a story hour. They're just reading a book. It's fun. That's all it is. I'm not sure why this is such a big deal. But anyway, she tweeted um, a flyer or a photo of a flyer, photo of a picture, whatever. Sending a message to all the drag queens out there. Stay away from the children in Colorado's 3rd District. Right-wingers are calling trans people deviants, like they used to call gay people. They're calling this an attack on America. All of it. Drag queens, trans people, the othering. And you know what? People act on it. There's been a man in New York City who, yeah, right in Hell's Kitchen, which is Midtown, New York, West Side, where I lived for a long time, where I lived in New York City, not far from there. A man keeps coming by gay bars and throwing a brick in the window. They have video footage of him. Find this man, yeah. You probably heard about the, uh, if you did, there was a donut shop in Oklahoma, I think it was Tulsa, um, that had a drag event, and somebody firebombed, uh, firebombed it and left a note, you know, saying God will smite you and blah, 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 blah. But now another mass shooting has happened. Don't forget the Pulse nightclub, 49 people killed, many others injured back in 2016. The safe space of a gay bar. That is no longer safe or impenetrable or a fortress of acceptance if language becomes so demonological, a term uh, invented by a political philosopher called Michael Rogan, the demonology effect, right? You could call it the demoralization, the dehumanization. It's been done to marginalized groups, black people, Native Americans, and everybody else in this society since, since the dawn of this republic. And then you hear, you know, the gaslighting on the right to say, we don't know the motive and how could you blame us? And, and this is not our fault. And we're just standing up for values. And yeah. And guys, I'm a gay guy who, you know, came out when I was 20. I'm 48 now. Proud of who I am. But I am not an identity-driven person. I consider myself out of the gay man. I'm out of. But I'm proud to be part of the community, and I've always been an advocate for it. When I was a Broadway producer, this is back in between 1998 and 2008, whenever anybody did profile on me, I always spoke out about being gay or said I was gay. You know, if they turned to the issue of relationships or said what I was doing or who I was dating or not or what have you. Why? Because I wanted that kid in Colorado Springs who only has the gay bar as his safe haven to see somebody out and gay. And this scan 20 years ago, but more probably more saliently 20 years ago that, that, that I would have to make this point. I want those, that kid to know it's okay. And you know what? In the meantime, if all they have is the bar to go to, the safe space, whether it had been Pulse in Orlando or the Q Club in Colorado Springs in many small towns, that's the only refuge. That is the only refuge. For people who are excluded because of religion, because of hate, because of bullying, right? And it's a community. It's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, everybody together. And you know what? That doesn't mean there aren't legitimate issues that you can talk about. You know, puberty blockers has become a big debate. New York Times did a big piece on it. How old should people be? And the kind of gender confirming surgeries. But, but guess what? Learn and listen and read up. By all accounts, there isn't 
These aren't threats to civilization. It's not that big a deal. And it's also not your business. But this project of the American demon, right? Lifting its head above the parapet of justice, of freedom, of love, to actually incite people to take violent action. It's all sick. And actually, they're the ones that are harming children. They're the ones that are doing the harm. They're the ones that are doing the damage. They're the ones who are making this great country and our quest for a more perfect union to be all the more imperfect, all the more dangerous, and all the less free. <sighs> Folks, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, of course, go to vote.org, vote.org, vote.org. Um, Time to register. We're in the 24th cycle. Stuff like this matters. Humanity is always on the ballot. Democracy is on the ballot just because we caught our breath this time does not mean we are out of the woods. Don't be naive. Follow this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Dirty Moderate. Subscribe to the podcast anywhere and everywhere you get your podcast. You know the usual Apple, uh, Apple Spotify, Google, Amazon, everywhere else. And of course, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at DirtyModerate.com. Every week you get my my essay, but all of our content can be found there. It's like one-stop shopping. And listen to the show always. Read about the show. And as I said, have a safe Thanksgiving. But before I go, um, five people this year will not be allowed to stay safe because they left the Q Club in a body bag. We honor their memory, and may they fly with the angels. The victims' names are as follows. Raymond Green Vance, Kelly Loving, Daniel Aston, Derek Rump, and Ashley, Ashley Paw, P-A-U-G-H, might be pal, but Ashley Paw, I think it is. We honor their memory, and we at Dirty Moderate, may we be an emblem, always, of the fight for freedom and the fright, the fight for tolerance. All right, folks, thank you for joining me. Stay dirty, stay moderate, and of course, stay safe.